Hello, everyone. You're listening to Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. This is going to be another episode of Let's Talk Business. Now, again, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep that name. That's just what I'm calling it now. I'm going to try to make this a short episode, but it's just brief. And it's called Is Now the Time? Is Now the Time? And the reason I want to talk about this is because sometimes we want to make a move, right? We want to do things, but we're just not sure if this is if this is the time to do it. You know, sometimes, and I've heard you all say, Z, I, I, you know, I feel like I know what God has told me to do, but I don't know if this is the time to do it. And my answer to this is going to be very, very simple. Um, spend time in the presence of God, of God and ask him. What I love about David, this is going to be very, very short. If you look in 1 Samuel, let me grab my Bible here. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, uh, read the whole thing. But what's amazing about 1 Samuel 30 is this is when David um, and his uh, his men had returned from war. Now, to be honest with you, and I don't want to get into what happened prior to this, they were all really doing some things that was a little questionable, um, you know, but I won't even get into that in terms of the battles that David had just come back from fighting. But here's the, here's here's what's interesting. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, when David and his army of men returned, uh, basically his entire city had been raided. Uh, the Amicalites that came uh, came in and they they destroyed the city. They burnt it down. And I'm going to pick up in verse. Um, uh, I'll just pick up chapter 30, verse one. David and his men reached Ziglag on the third day. Now, the Amicalites had raided the Negev and Ziglag. They had attacked Ziglag and burned it and had taken captive the women and all who were in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. Then David and his men came to Ziklag. They found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept out loud, wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured. And I'm going to just go on down to verse six. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. These are his own men from his army. They were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. Now listen to this. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Some versions of our Bible says David encouraged himself. But listen to this next verse, which I think some people skip over. Then David said um, to um, Abathar the priest, the son of, I don't even know how to pronounce this, uh, Aminalek, bring me the ephod. Abathar brought it to him. And here it is in verse eight. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. David and the 600 men with him came to the um, Besor Ravine where they stayed behind. And it just goes on to talk about 200 men stayed behind and the other 400 or so went ahead with David. I'm going to save you all the details, but they went, they found um, the their families. Um, they took out all of the people that basically came against them and they rescued their wives and children and all of them and bought them back home. What I love about this passage, and you already know where I'm going to go to, is where it says David uh, inquired of the Lord. David said, this is what's interesting. Shall I pursue the raiding party? Will I overtake them? He says, will I overtake? In other words, God, is this something you want me to do? Am I going to be successful in this? Is this battle mine? Do you want me to go out and fight it? That's such a nice little hidden gem. You know, you guys know when I read the Bible, I try to find these little hidden gems. That's such a beautiful hidden gem of David inquiring of God before he set out to do something. 
So sometimes when we're thinking about the next business opportunity or the next investment or whatever it is we want to do, not sometimes, all the time, I strongly advise you sit down in the presence of God and you ask him, is this mine? Have you any idea how many times I do that in my business ventures? Every single time. I think I told you all before I even uh, got this podcast studio, I walked around in this studio for a very long time. I think it was for a year, somewhere around a year, on and off, I would come in here and I would walk in each room and I would just ask God, is this mine? Is this what you want for me? And I had no idea what he even wanted me to have this room and everything for. He didn't give me that vision yet. And I literally would walk even in this very room and I would sit and say, what is it? What is this my space? It feels like it is God. But what are you trying to show me in each space? That's what I walked and did. The office where I have um, uh, one of the units where I have my staffing agency and my firm, they know this. I paced in that office for probably a good year, if not longer, maybe two years on and off. I would go in there and I said, God, this feels like this is mine. What, 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 what is it that you want me to do? Is it mine? Is it mine? And I, I, th- I think I did a three-part class, and, and, and you can go back and listen to that class if you haven't listened to it. But in that class, what I talk about is before you go out and get it, capture it in the spirit. Remember I talked about that? And for some of you, you may say, well, Z, that's weird. I don't feel I need to do all that. That's fine. Do what you need to do. All I'm saying is that for me, especially when it comes to anything involving business, entrepreneurship, making any type of financial move, I ask God, is it mine? Is this something that you want me to do? Give me the vision for it. Show me, is it for me? And that way, when you step out and do it, no devil in hell is going to be able to stop you. Remember when I talked the other week, a couple weeks ago, it wasn't even a couple weeks ago, it was probably one week or two weeks ago when I said, man, out of the blue, I had some clients that called me and said, hey, Z, we're holding off on staffing right now. Remember I talked about that? I think there were about two accounts where they were holding off on, you know, two of our biggest accounts, one account I've had for almost 20 years. And they just said, Z, we got to put a a freeze on hiring right now and this and that. Remember how I said I had a talk with my staff and how they were just like, whoa, this is pretty major. These are some of our biggest accounts. Remember I said that? Remember I talked to you about the calmness that I felt in that because I know the God that I serve. Well, God is the one that directed me and whispered in my ear. I want you to start your staffing agency. I want you to do this. Here's the building I want you to go into. That's spending time with him. So I don't have to sit and stress and worry about is it mine when God has already shown it to me. And in just this little bit of time, it's not even been a week or two. And this is this is my testimony. This is part me talking to you, part testimony. God has already breathed. He has already turned around because I I put it before God and said, God, the mantle of favor is up on my life by your grace. May your favor rest on me with all men. Everywhere I go, everywhere my voice is heard, everything that I set my hands to do, may your favor rest on me. May your mantle of favor always go before me. My name is spoken in rooms. My name is spoken amongst the CEOs and amongst the executives, amongst those of high influence. My, and, and literally, that's just how I pray. And, I, and I, I breathe out into the air, Lord, whatever you have for me, let it be. Any, any spirit, any, anything that's trying to hold up the blessings that you have for me, Father, I ask that you remove, that you allow your blessings to come down upon me and your favor to be on me and your favor to be on my company. Release for me in the heavens what you have for me, Father. Release for me in the spirit what's mine. That's the prayer that I do. And I kid you not, within a week or two of me bringing that news to you, and, and, and I know it's the power of God moving through the hearts of men, 
those same executives contacted us again and said, you know what, we're not going to stop with the hiring and stuff. We, we need your services, Z. Let's just keep this going. Both of those, uh, I think it was two or three of those accounts, came right back. I'm not surprised. I know the God that I serve. I'm not surprised. I know the God that I serve. But that's because I spent time with him saying, is it mine? Now, sometimes God pivots you and he'll dry up a well so you can go off and do something else. But you get where I'm coming from. So if you're wondering, is now the time? What I say to you is spend that time, excuse me, spend that time in the presence of God and capture in the spirit. God, is it mine? Is this the move you want me to make now? And if he puts in your heart, this is yours, my daughter. This is yours, my son. Then just like David did, David with less men because 200 had to stay behind. So he had to go and defeat them with only 400. If I if I read it correctly, 400 or 600, something like that. David went and he was victorious. Does that make sense? So I think that's it. I just want to do a short lesson. If you're asking yourself, is now the time? I say, put it before God and say, dear God, is it mine? And capture that in the spirit. Okay. I love you all. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. I'll be back. Bye-bye.